please go to coltonlindsay.com. Go ahead and click the button that says join the winner circle now and put in your name and email so I can share with you things we're doing to crush in our real estate sales business. My journey to 10x my financial freedom and also what we can do together to make sure we're creating massive value on the planet today and empower others to take massive action. Quick word for my sponsors. First of all, it's my real estate sales team based in Utah, the WGR sales team. You can go ahead and go to wwwthe wgr.com and make sure to check us out if you have any questions or need a buyer and seller to get some service here in Utah. Also, make sure to go to fearlessagent.com. It's the absolute most affordable and effective coaching and training platform on the planet today for real estate sales. You can go ahead and visit Mojo Selling Solutions. Okay, Mojo Selling Solutions is the CRM and dialer that I use personally in my sales business and every top producer in the country that I know today. Finally, go visit winningtheonlinegame.com where I share with you exactly how to crush it in the online game. See, right now, digital currency is changing forever. And if you're not part of this world, you're going to get left behind in the years to come. All right, guys. Welcome to another winning series interview. I'm pretty excited um, today to talk to an entrepreneur, infopreneur, and, and, and learning how by accident became you know financially free with several different residual incomes um, through Digital World. Um, Liz Germain, Los Angeles. Uh, I, we typically Liz are, are interviewing you know entrepreneurs in the real estate world so you're one of the first few you know the last couple of people we talked to are, are more online based businesses so Liz in 60 seconds first of all share where you're from how people can connect with you and then in 60 seconds tell your story of, of how you got to where you're at with your your digital business cool yeah no problem so my name is Liz hello hello uh, you can reach any of my content over at supersisterfitness.com so whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, they're all linked up there as well. And you can check out blog articles and kind of get a feel for what I do as a digital marketer in the fitness industry. Um, and let's see, as far as how I got started, I'm originally from Michigan, moved to California, I believe in 2010, 2009, 2010, somewhere around there. And in that transition, growing up, I was not healthy at all. I didn't, I, you know, a lot of people in the fitness industry, they have a sports background or some kind of athletic background. I could not be more opposite. So I grew up as a total couch potato, no understanding of exercise of the human body, terrible information about nutrition, just not very good role models in my life growing up. And so when I moved to California, I was really inspired by how healthy and active everybody is here. And the culture is entirely different. So when I realized like, wow, I can really get healthy, reach peak physical states and perform better mentally and just feel better all around, my entire life changed. And I found my passion in that. So I became a fitness instructor and personal trainer for UCLA and I worked there for a few years. But at the time I was living in LA, which is very expensive. And I had to work other jobs just to make ends meet. Uh, I think at one point I had four or five different jobs. So I was constantly driving all over LA. And as you know, the traffic there is super fun. So <laughs> I just kind Terrible, of burned right? out. Yeah. yeah. So, and my sister was in the same boat cause she kind of followed in my footsteps. So she and I teamed up and started sharing. We originally started sharing uh, recipes and the workouts that we would do in our classes on social media. We started an Instagram account and started sharing on Pinterest and across the board just to be able to help the people that we were serving and we were hoping that it would turn into, you know, longer term 
contracts with clients. But a funny thing happened is we would get a, women from like Brazil or Australia or places in Europe where they were saying, wow, this is so cool. Like, please post XYZ recipe or when's the next workout coming out? And we realized there was a real opportunity there for us to host worldwide challenges because the same issue that I had when I was living in Michigan, not having a community surrounding me, was is clearly and still is a very big issue for lots of women around the world. So we figured out how to capitalize on that using our social platforms as well as building membership sites and other residual income streams. And here we are so today. You, so you started out as a out-of-shape couch potato, right, moved to L.A., found out that you could, you could take control of your life, dominate your physical realm, and just started sharing. The whole thing that started with your, your online business was just because you wanted to share with other people what you were learning and, and they, they could learn from as well. Is that right? Yes, and the cool part is, so a lot of people, especially in the online world, get afraid to kind of get started because they think, oh, I have to be an expert or, oh, it has to be perfect before I put something out. And it's just not true. I, I really, truly believe that part of the reason that my sister and I became so successful so quickly was because we provided a voice that was not being served in the fitness industry, which is the voice of like the real person. I'm a real person. I'm not an expert. I mean, I am now. I have an exercise background, but I'm still a real person good old Midwestern girl. And I think a lot of women really like that approach because they're constantly bombarded with this almost mightier than thou type of approach that a lot of people take. So being just above where our followers are, being just ahead of where our followers are makes us relatable. And I think that applies across the board. The more relatable you can be, um, you don't have to be like this super guru like Tony Robbins. I know you and I met at a Tony Robbins conference. <laughs> yep. you, know, you don't have to be the Tony Robbins of your industry to be successful in the digital marketing world. We, we met you on the corner by that. Uh, <laughs> there's, I can't remember the name of that restaurant right there. Do you remember the question I asked you? Uh, you asked me about YouTube, I think. No, Uber. I said, hey, do you guys write Uber? And you said yes. And I was like, high five. We have so much in common. We were, we were actually doing oh, yeah. social we were doing just kind of social experiments and, and like just talking with people. And that's how we were, we'd done that with several people that night. So that was funny. That's how it started. Now we're on a podcast together. You know how that works? Cool. Crazy world. So you're talking about your followers and you're just kind of like, you're just a step above them or maybe even a little bit more now. But, but what it is, is, is you're coming from not this place of, hey, I didn't have this, all my shit figured out together to begin with. I'm just a normal gal, just like the rest of you. And I think it's cool to see how social media is opening up opportunities in, in digital worlds. Have you noticed that? Like it's making a, a level playing field for everyone now? Oh, a thousand percent, especially with things like YouTube. I mean, YouTube is essentially having your own TV show and you get to be the producer, the content director, the star of the show, and you get to decide what you are putting out to the world and what is going to be your stamp on people's lives. So it, absolutely, a thousand percent. So, so, so let me ask you this question because you have several, how many streams of income do you have coming from, from online now? Currently, we have six. 
So six different uh, residual income streams, okay? Now, when you first started this, you finally said, okay, we're getting on Instagram, and you started seeing people, um, you know, respond to it. Was it it your goal just to go and make six streams of income and and make a lot of money, or was there a different goal in mind and, and and the money followed? Oh, yeah, absolutely not. We did not start with that goal at all. I mean, of course, everybody always kind of dreams of being able to work for themselves, work from home, have a flexible schedule, and be making good money doing it, of course. Like, that was always kind of the, the back-of-the-mind dream, but we did not start with that intention. I When we started five years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. I had never owned a business before, you know, and you have to – the hurdles are huge that you have to jump through as far as, like, filing and making sure that you're a legitimate business and setting up customer service and like all these different aspects that we were just, you know, two girls posting on social media. <laughs> so we had to get really smart really quick. And after the first couple of years, we realized, wow, it's really not smart to have all of our eggs in one basket. Because I always like to talk about the farmer's analogy. If you were a farmer and you had a farm, you only planted one kind of crop. Well, guess what happens when a storm hits and it wipes that crop out or a specific bug comes along that's resistant to your pesticides, right? Like, you're screwed. (laughs) So a couple years ago, we started hitting that panic mode of like, oh, man, we've put all of our eggs into this one program, this one stream of income, and that was really not smart. And one of our mentors, Shalene Johnson, really helped hammer it home for us that we needed multiple streams of income. And to be clear, they're not all residual. At this point, two or three of them are. Um, but it, it's been a game changer for us to have multiple crops, I would say. I love that, that you, you talk about the multiple crops, right? It used to be everyone builds vertically. And I've seen a lot of my friends do this with, with their different businesses. You know, they hit that million, million and a half revenue mark, and then the market shifts or, or, or something happens, and then the whole thing is gone right? Especially in the real estate world. I've seen that with a lot of people, but, but you're talking about horizontal income, right? So mm-hmm. if one of them goes bad, you still got five other sources, right? Yes. Yep. What, what are these types of sources? So you got six different sources. Like how, where do these come from? How are you doing? Cause there's so many different ways online to do it. What, what are kind of you focusing on? Yeah. So this is kind of, this is always a tricky question and it's a, a personal decision what people want to focus their energies on because I will say even though it's amazing to have multiple streams of income you have to focus on building one or two at a time because when you really spread yourself thin and try to build them all at once you don't build at all so when you're first starting pick one or two that you can really dial into and you can really focus on so for us we originally started with we had ad revenue coming from our YouTube videos and just on our blog for the readers that would show up you know, the Google ads that you can put on mm-hmm. sidebars and stuff. Um, yeah. And then we had digital eBooks. So we were selling digital programs, one-time PDF downloads. And the game has kind of changed in that sense. So now all of our programs include those digital eBooks, but they also have video components. So video is huge now. You can't ignore it. It's not going away. And to keep up with the times, we had to, you know, kind of readjust those original digital download products. Um, so those were the first two that we started with. And then from there, as those started building up, we started getting sponsorships and brand deals. So companies that wanted to reach the audience that we had built would reach out to us and either you know, provide products and or pay us. 
and that's still something we do to this day. And gradually over the years, those not only have we become more comfortable with requiring more because our content production value has gone so, so high up, especially in the last couple of years, um, but we're just generally the more, the bigger brands you start working with, the bigger brands come find you. So that has been kind of on an exponential upswing as far as the deals that we're getting. Um, and then we also... What, what, type of, what type of brands, like you say bigger brands, would differentiate bigger brands versus smaller brands for us? So originally, one of the first brands that we worked with uh, would be like a small clothing company that sells women's fitness apparel, very small, um, not a big household name brand by any means, or potentially like a new startup company in that realm. And then, as you know, like a week, a week or two ago, I did a deal with Gap because they just launched their Gap Fit line. So to go from, you know, a no-name teeny tiny company that just launched to now working with companies like Gap, like that's huge. Very that's huge. huge. But it's so cool because you see from, you know, in the, in the early part of the 2000s and in the 90s especially, companies were paying for ad space on TV. And in fact, right. I think this year ad space is going to be spent more online than, than TV. That's the first time that's ever in the history of advertising ever happened, right? And so, so as you're seeing this, instead of on one, you know, CNN or Fox or Channel 5 or whatever, it's like find these, all these channels, right? Let's go find out the Super Sisters. They're a sweet channel. Let's get to their people. Is that what you're, you're seeing? Is that kind of what's happening? Absolutely. Yeah, and it's not going away. I think more and more companies are realizing that influencer marketing is much more of a trustworthy way to go because if, think about it. Think about it for yourself. When you're sitting and watching TV, you don't watch the commercials. You tune out. Like, that's just the way that the world is the direction that it's going instead of think about when you hear something from an influencer or a friend that has a platform that you really respect and really enjoy and find value from. So it's instead of the brand directly marketing to the consumer, they're now going through influencers who already have a who already have the trust built with the consumer. And awesome. that's not going away. It's only it's only multiplying, which is really exciting times for me. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're going to have more brands to do deals with, right? So how do you pick a brand? Like, and, and I stopped you on, on, you know, I think five and six of your four or five and six of your revenue streams. But how do you pick a brand? Like, are you going to do business with any brand? No, absolutely not. Actually, probably about 98% of the brands and companies that reach out to us trying to set up partnerships, we turn down. So there is an application process that they have to go through. Um, and it's generally just seeing if there is synergy between our brands as well as making sure that there's no direct competition. Awesome. So I love it. for Gap, the Gap Fit line, that is athletic wear, obviously that benefits our audience. Um, it's something we would personally use, and it's not a direct competition to our core products. Cool. Because we don't sell apparel. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep, makes perfect sense. And I do similar things with that. Like we have, we have our own, like my real estate sales team is, is one of our sponsors, right? And, and so we, we, we get referrals all over the country just because of our content. So it's kind of, instead of Gap, it's our sales team, right? We're one of the smaller ones. But we have also where like we have major companies inside of, you know, the real estate world and, and CRMs 
they've, they've come to us and, and want us just to mention them in their videos. And they're actually products that I use, like I totally believe in, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. that so so what, what are the, red, the other four, five, and six that you're um, – I think it was four, five, and six. Or is that three of them? On, yeah, on so streams. that was three. That was the first three. Um, kind of rolling off what you just said there, as far as products I use, we got really smart a couple of years ago and started building a network through referral marketing with a, a nutrition company called Isogenics. So that has been a huge, huge game changer because now I don't have to rely on the ups and downs of you know launch season and product launches. I have a steady stream of income from my Isogenics network. So that's been a real game changer. And it's, again, it doesn't compete with any of our core products that we offer through Super Sister Fitness because they, and not everybody likes that, you know, using meal replacements or things like that. However, some people, I mean, we, we saw a huge need for it with, I would get emails from women in Alaska like, yeah, so I got your meal plan and, um, the thing is, I don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables because I live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, what do, what do we tell yeah. this lady, you know? Like, there's not much we could do. Our hands are kind of tied until we found isogenics, and now we have at least one option for them to be able to say, hey, no worries, like, why don't you give this a shot? This is, like, we are very much about real foods first, but this is the next best thing. Awesome. So that's so, been so, a really awesome one. So isogenics is a network marketing company, right? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Which there's so much income in those types of companies. Number five, where you at? Number five. So let's see. Number, what have we gone over so far? Isogenic. We went over we did brand product, deals. Yep. Companies. Advertising. Ebooks. Digital ebooks. We have membership sites. And then I do a little consulting on the side for people who are just starting with their blogs, want to get it off the ground, but that's only based on availability. Awesome. Oh, and then so I do members- have a bonus one. I'm still a What's fitness that? instructor because I love it. My bonus <laughs> one. I can't give cool. that one up. That's like should be number one, really. It's more like your hobby, right? You just because you love it so much. Yeah. So, yep. so membership sites. What What do your membership sites look like, and why a membership site? So the cool part about a membership site, we're actually re re um, figuring out the access to our membership site because we want monthly recurring. So this is part of, you know, smartening up, being a better business owner. We originally launched our membership site as a one-time lifetime membership, and Mm -hmm. now we at least want it to be yearly recurring, if not monthly recurring. And the reason that we, we like membership sites is because it gives our followers a more intimate experience if they want to go deeper. So say they've done a program, they're done with the program, and now what? So it gives them a place where they can access that community, still receive support from us, still get exclusive content, and be on that recurring monthly model. Yeah. And, and you know, too, one of the things I've learned with that, because that's, that's why I started winning the online games, because all of our first businesses, Fearless Agent and, and our, our Mastermind, they were all reoccurring, right? And I realized as I started learning from uh, big infopreneurs that – you can actually sell those types of businesses, those revenue streams, for more, more money mm-hmm. if you've got that membership, which increases your equity growth too in that. So, totally. Um, so, have you considered to launch uh, like a, a, a women's mastermind, so to speak, on a larger scale? Funny, you get to- funny you ask because that's actually being developed right now, and I'm looking at a February launch. So, yes. 
<laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, connect with me and BC on that. We launched one January last year, and it's awesome. I mean, it's much higher ticket prices, and and the value creation you get for these partners is a, is amazing. So, and plus, you can actually we've structured it too, where our partners can actually have revenue share, so that they can then create some residual income because we're so big on creating that in our in our mastermind. Awesome. I'm excited to hear about that. Have you ever? Heard yeah, of I'd the, love to um, connect more. Yeah, for sure. Have you heard of the Solstice Retreat before? That sounds really familiar. How do I know that? So you should, you check it out on Instagram, Solstice. Um, my wife goes to it every year, and, and they have about 50 women to get together, and it's like three days at, at a nice lodge or resort, and they're doing yoga. They're, they're, they're running through trails in, 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 the, in the mountains. They're doing, uh, shoot, so many cool things, right? And and I think if you launch something like that, I think your followers, I think you could create a lot of value for sure. Yeah, so that's in the next couple of years. That sounds like more of um, the retreat model that we'll do like a once or twice a year, come meet in person, mm-hmm. come do these, you know, in-person yep. workouts, meet other women, meet your community type of thing. That's definitely in the longer-term plans, uh, but yeah. we don't have anything set up yet for that because we're trying to get all of our – everything set up and delegated so that we can create some more time to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned with this. You can create these partnerships and leverages so easy. And if you, everyone's leveraging each other, so to speak, and it's just kind of directing the flow of digits. Um, Cool. So we got two minutes left. You've got to get to your next meeting. What, what, What is like, one bit of advice you could give, and, and most of the listeners, just so you know, we have a lot of, of female real estate professionals out there and, and entrepreneurs. What would the, the advice be for, for, for the women and, and the men listening that maybe aren't getting this idea of the digital currency and, and digital world? I would say my best piece of advice is to just keep executing. The more you execute, the more you'll learn, the faster you'll grow, the better you'll get. And when you're executing, don't be distracted by what everybody else is doing. Because the best way that I've found to learn what's working and what's not is to actually just keep trying. Trying new things, you know, readjusting what works well, running with that, letting go of what isn't working, and continue to execute, execute, execute. So execution, and, and Tony Robbins says the uh, com- complication is the enemy of execution. So just keep it super simple and take action. And yes. what works, stay with it. What doesn't, get rid of it and do something else. Learn from who's totally. doing, doing bigger and better. That, cool. Yep, that's it. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on today. Liz, once again, yeah, where, can people can, yeah, where can they connect with you or follow you or learn more about you? So as I said in the beginning, you can check out my stuff at supersisterfitness.com. I'm also on Facebook under Liz Germain. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on today. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with friends. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at w